Hello, and welcome back to the PBS podcast. Um, I know it's been a little while since I've had a guest on the show and have really, like, released a show, but I'm really trying to find more athletes that, like, embody the, like, PBS mindset, so, like, just bear with me for finding people to interview. But today, um, I'm lucky enough to have been able to interview Andrew Beaton, who is a phenomenal high jumper, and he has just finished his first year as a student athlete at Penn State University. Um, in today's episode, Andrew talks about the transitional period from high school athletics to college athletics, the highs and lows of the transition, how his mental health was handled at the college level, and how it has improved or decreased during his first year, as well as his plans for the future regarding his athletic and academic career. Um, Andrew's a year older than I am, and he was also a teammate of mine at my high school up until like 2021-2022, um, which is when I became the senior, and he became a freshman again um, but this time he was in college. So throughout the years, um, Andrew has pr- been proven to be a mentor and overall kind person who not only watched like the high jump events, but also the track events. Um, obviously, that shows his immense amount of care for the whole track and field team. So Andrew's a great person and he values mental health and has always been someone who excels in his attitude, schoolwork and athletic performances. I'm excited for you all to meet Andrew and learn more about his experience and truly get to see how this young man is wise beyond his years when it comes to when it comes to understanding that mentality is a key factor in sports. Uh, without further ado, let's meet our guest. Hello, Andrew, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Andrew Beaton. I just finished my first year at Penn State as a member of the track and field team. And I was a high, am a high jumper. Um, I graduated from Strongsville in 2022. Um, I was a pretty decorated high jumper in high school. I was indoor state champion my senior year. I was a Nike All-American my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a district champion, champion regional champion, uh, two times greater <laughs> Cleveland Conference champion. Um, I had a fair share of accomplishments in high school but yeah I'm a high jumper and I'm going into my second year of college and I'm studying data science that's cool I'm very impressive I was like <laughs> you have a long bio man <laughs> yeah. all right so I'm gonna go into the questions um so yeah let's start with how did you get into high jumping because that's something that I don't hear to people like starting off with at least yeah so I started high jumping in eighth grade um I've been doing track for a while but didn't start high jumping until my sixth year of track so oh at um Strongsville middle school before practice they would gather us all in the gym mm-hmm. one day I was like jumping up trying to touch the rim of a basketball hoop and I would like could get higher than most eighth graders I was like 5'11 oh my God. in eighth grade I was pretty tall for middle school you're so. still very tall <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I was um I was asked to high jump, and I did okay in eighth grade. I jumped five three, which yeah is pretty good um at the state level for middle school. I was looking; there are actually eighth graders that jump like six two. Are you serious? Yeah, which oh is God. very high. Um, I didn't know about that. I thought it was pretty good, or like at the top of the state in eighth grade, but that's crazy. I was solid. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's how I started out. Yeah, because you were really good at it, and you yeah. touched the basketball rim. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it works. Um, did you play any other sports before becoming a full-time high jumper? Yeah, so I played basketball since, like, kindergarten. I was never good at it. <laughs> um, I tried lacrosse. I was awful at that. Um, I did summer league swimming for mm-hmm. eight years or something a, a while yeah um, that's a lot but I never pursued that beyond like summer league 
and I started track and cross country in third grade. Oh wow, so um, early, yeah. Yeah, I was never a star, um, <laughs> especially at cross, um, and I was all over the place in track. Mm-hmm. Um, I long jumped for a while, but wasn't good at that, and it wasn't really until eighth grade when I found my niche. Yeah. But I played um, CYO basketball my mm-hmm. freshman sophomore year of high school. And then going into my junior year, I just started to focus, like, purely on high jumping. Yeah, that's, that's, you played a lot of sports, yeah. but, I mean, I think it's funny, because, like, I don't know, like, basketball, because you're tall, I'm sure everybody's like, oh, be a basketball player, <laughs> so then they're like, yeah. I'm gonna be a high jumper, and they're like, what does that have to do? But <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, high jumping makes me so nervous, compared to, like, <laughs> even running, like, I started, I think, this time I started watching more, because I can, like, see you guys before my races because I get there so early Mm -hmm. um so I started watching like people and I was like even Mason and stuff like Mm -hmm. I get so nervous and like the girls and stuff like if they stop before they like get to it I'm like oh my god please just go over it scares me so much um but I I think what you guys do is awesome like I don't know, it's cool. It, it, it freaks me out, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, if I don't make you nervous, don't watch pole vault. <laughs> oh my god, I know. I watched Aaron the one time, and I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, just clear the park. Don't, like, get stabbed. I was so yeah. scared. Okay, um, so when your jump started getting better and better, did you feel a lot of external or internal pressure, and did, like, this affect your mental health? So, my junior year, during the <clears throat> indoor season, I was jumping like six one. I think I PR'd with six two, mm-hmm. and then my outdoor season of junior year, I went from six two eventually up to six eight, which wow. still stands as my PR. So junior year, I was just pretty much hitting PR like week after week yeah. for like a five or six week span. Um, I was enjoying it, and then I jumped six eight at the district meet. Mm-hmm. I jumped six five at the regional meet. So I said, okay, it's still good. And then at the state championship, my junior year is when it started to weigh on me. Yeah. I had a coach come from very far away to watch. Um, he was there to watch me and um, a vaulter from another school. And I wasn't consciously nervous, but I think it kind of got to me. Yeah. Um, I didn't perform as well as I wanted to. I jumped 6'4". I got eighth place at that meet um, mm-hmm. going in I was the number one seed 6-8 had me tied for number one in Ohio during the 2021 yeah. outdoor season so um, it didn't get to me that bad junior year senior yeah. year um, during my outdoor season is a different story yeah. um, and I don't know if you want me to go into that you can really. yeah I mean yeah you can go into it anything yeah you can go into that yeah so I, I knew I was like going to get to this like, yeah. an hour later so <laughs> My indoor season went well senior year. I was jumping, like, pretty close to my PR. And then when outdoor season came last year, I just crumbled. Um, I felt like there were a lot of eyes on me, especially coming off as being the state champion from the indoor season. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't performing how I wanted to. And people would ask, you know, why'd you only jump 6'4 today? Yeah. Why'd you only jump 6'2? And... Mm -hmm. Is just weighing on me. I thought that I was a D one commit, so I had to, yeah, you know, perform this way, and everyone expected me to perform away. And if I didn't, it was an issue, and that got to me, and it started to feel more like a job or yeah. a responsibility than mm-hmm. something fun. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult because that was those were the last months of high school for me, and that was pretty much my primary focus at that point. Yeah. And I should have been focusing on 
you know, this is the last of my high school experience. Yeah. I should enjoy the time I have with my friends, with mm-hmm. my team. And, mm-hmm. you know, instead of focusing on having fun, enjoying it, I was focusing on why am I not putting up good marks, you know? Yeah. Why am I not living up to the expectations of others? Yeah, it's hard. Like, I mean, that is hard, especially when you are doing so well and then, you know, you have a performance. And I hate when people are always like, you only ran this or you only, like you said, like, mm-hmm. I only jumped this. Why would you just jump this this day or whatever? And I'm like, it's hard work, like, what we put in and stuff. And you can't constantly be doing six eights, like, constantly mm-hmm. and, like, PRing. Um, especially your junior year, like, you're PRing, but you're at a place where, like, it's easy to PR because you're getting mm-hmm. better. So it's going to naturally, mm-hmm. like, keep going. Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing with a lot of our girls right now. And I know some of the upperclassmen are getting discouraged because, you know, you see these, like, freshmen – even sophomores doing so much better and it's because mm-hmm. like they were at they weren't at like it's like you're going from high school to college like mm-hmm. I don't know about you but like you'll see like a significant better times or you know different things like that especially with running it's a little bit harder in the jumping stuff and even mm-hmm. like stuff like that because that still is like the same thing same training but you get more high intensity training more like structure and then it people start PRing more mm-hmm. um but yeah I think people just don't understand that and also like I mean I'm a senior now and I I understand what you're going through, like, in terms of, like, not being able to enjoy stuff, like, you know, I was, like, there for an hour prom, I don't even, did you even get to go to prom? Um, that was the day... That was districts for you guys? Yeah. I think you were able to go. I went for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I mean, it, it was just there. Yeah. The, yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah, you, you don't realize because all these other people have like all these other things that they're, you know, having to get to do. And we have mm-hmm. to say no to a lot of times. And that's hard. And but yeah, I mean, your senior season, it, it happens. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and you can't let that weigh you down. Like, yeah. you're still an amazing athlete. And thank you for sharing that. Because I know yeah. that's like hard to talk about. But um, yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, coaches and stuff. What is something, like, a high school coach or middle school coach told you that has helped you along the way, um, even after your senior season, like, you know, how are your coaches and stuff and whatnot, even your, you know, college coach if you were going into college, so, yeah. So, I think something really important, um, there wasn't, like, anything terribly specific that was said to me, but I think something very important is fostering good relationships with your coaches, because mm-hmm. that's when you're going to do the best. Um, you won't be... Um, you won't feel like you're being criticized when you get feedback. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to talk to them as friends instead of as instructors. So just focus on enjoying your time with them instead of seeing your time with them as yeah. something instructional, <laughs> like being in a classroom. Like work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of work, you work a lot today. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, you, you kind of laid it out right there perfectly. Like, you want to have fun with your coaches and they're there to mm-hmm. see you improve. Like, you had Reese and I, yeah. I love Reese. He's not there anymore and it's yeah. really sad. But he just, like, somebody who, like, lightened up, like, the atmosphere mm-hmm. and made, like, training fun. And so, yeah, having fun and, like, communication and everything, too, like, that's just important. Um, what, like, was the hardest part? like going into college as like a student athlete because that's like yeah. that's a big question but <laughs> yeah. yeah so going into college period is hard <laughs> um for some people there mm-hmm. are a lot of responsibilities you have that you may not be used to mm-hmm. and you might be dependent on some things or some people that won't be there anymore mm-hmm. um and then as an athlete you have practice yeah. so many hours out <laughs> oh, of the day God. um sometimes some athletes paint it to be a bit more difficult Mm -hmm. than it is but it's it's still a lot um 
just getting used to it, I think. Yeah. I mean, your first semester for anyone is going to be pretty difficult just adjusting to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, my spring semester this year was, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I was adjusted. I knew what I was doing. (laughs) Um, So that's good. Yeah. You got you back into it a little bit. But just adjusting, it's a completely different way of life. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not used to having your parents and stuff there and different things like that. I remember the one time we were talking about college visits, I think this was last year, and you're like, you got to make sure you use all of them because they give you all, like, this free food and stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I just thought it was funny. They give all the things. You're like, yeah. yeah, they give you free food. I was like, yeah. Um, I don't know why I remember that, but yeah. as you were saying that, I was like, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, just stuff like that you're not used to. And, you know, you are, like, your own little, like, adult life. Mm-hmm. Just, like, roommates. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm... Because I, I mean, what do you mean people, like, paint it as, like, more difficult than it is? Like, the schoolwork aspect or, like, the adjusting piece? What do you think is, like, um, less or more? Like, athletes might yeah. say, like, oh, practice is, like, grueling, <laughs> yeah. like, every day. Like, you get used to it after a point. Um, the first few weeks... Just especially <laughs> will be difficult um yeah i know schools are different but at penn state at least for the jumpers we had like the first two weeks of school we didn't have practice oh okay we did like still pretty much practice on our own mm-hmm. most days so that's kind of like yeah. fake you know time to adjust but still you know you'll you'll have a period to adjust and coaches understand that mm-hmm. you know you're brand new to this but um yeah, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's still going to be difficult yeah. to adjust to that. But it's it's rewarding. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about like, and obviously you're a college athlete, so, and people have been talking a lot about college athletics getting better with mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want to know if like while you were there, because you were there around the time that it was definitely getting more amplified. If, you know, you don't have to like you know, spill the tea on Penn State, but just in mm-hmm. terms of general, like all the colleges that you competed against was mental health you know, priority? Did you see the coaches doing well with the athletes, you know, trainers, whatnot? Um, yeah. Um, I can say for Penn State, resources are there if you need them. You just have to utilize them. Mm-hmm. Um, my coach was understanding if we need an off day for any reason and communicated that, you know, he's willing to give um, that time off to us. And there are plenty of resources specifically for mental health. Penn State has um, counseling and psychological services. Yeah. And I know some other people utilize that. Um, I know I should have, <laughs> but didn't. And um, yeah, but okay. yeah, and uh, people are open to talking about it. Um, it meets. We would talk to each other and yeah. you know help each other just be relaxed. Remember that there aren't any huge stakes on this one. Yeah. Meet, you know, mm-hmm. still here. Yeah, and. and- yeah. yeah, yeah, no, team atmosphere is, like, that's, 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 like, a key thing, especially with high jumping and running and stuff, like, people don't realize it's very individual, but, like, if you have a negative atmosphere, it's yeah. not gonna go well, yeah. um, so how were your, like, you said, like, your teammates were good with, like, the mental health piece and stuff, like, I think, and it's a little different, because you're a boy, and, like, um, well, I guess mm-hmm. you're a man, because you're a <laughs> but, um, like, I don't know, there's definitely a different stigma around mental health when it comes to men. Mm-hmm. So I think, it, I'm just like happy to hear that like, you know, your teammates who I'm assuming are mostly men, um, were able to like take you in and were like good with you and stuff and like, hey, this isn't me. Like, you know, not being like, suck it up, like we all have to do this type of thing. Cause that's the type of toxic mentality that we don't need, especially when we're already freaking out enough. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I'm glad that you, I mean, I know there's resources that you didn't use that you want to use, but you know, it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So 
but yeah, I'm glad that you are able to have good teammates that will help yeah, you push through. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to ask you, do you like going out of state for school? Because this is like a big thing that I've talked to everybody about when it comes to college. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. Um, I've known since like sophomore year of high school that I wanted to be out of state. Um, I had a... I had the luxury of having a car this year. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that was really nice. And I know most people don't have that. So mm-hmm. I can't fully say that I had the, like, absolute out-of-state experience. Because yeah. I did drive home probably, like, ten times throughout the year. Yeah. I came home a lot. But it's really cool seeing people from, like, new places. Um, yeah. Most of, not most of, but a very large majority of Penn State students seem to be from Philadelphia oh, uh-huh. or New Jersey. So I met a lot of people from those areas. <laughs> Excuse okay. me. Um, but yeah, it was cool seeing that. Um, seeing cultural differences because Philadelphia is six and a half or seven hours oh, yeah. from Strongsville. Mm-hmm. Saying you know I picked up on some slang. <laughs> um, the word John has been integrated in my vocabulary now. Is that the bathroom? John. Um, J A W N. It's just like a general noun. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just it's like, like a, random stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's just funny. like a Philly thing, I guess. But yeah. I have friends out there who are willing to have me out at some point this summer. That's cool. So, so yeah, yeah. I've met people from California, teammates from yeah. Canada. It's crazy. Um, Australia. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, my. It's <laughs> funny. I was gonna ask you about foreign exchange students, sir, because I have my two roommates are both one's Italian and the other one's German (laughs) so they're both it's like crazy and then I think there's only two incoming freshmen me and this one other girl that are the people like people from the U.S. and her roommates from Ireland so we I've got like all these different things going around or people coming in so yeah did you did you have any teammates that were you know foreign exchange or I mean because I I know that's like there is like definitely like a different difference from like one you know across the United States from Mm -hmm. the other but I think it's like it's cool to like yeah like you said like Australia like that's crazy yeah yeah yeah, there's um one of the high jumpers who's in my class. She's from Canada, so yeah. she would like say I don't know marks instead of yeah. grades or just like well things that are different. But that's funny. Yeah, was, we would like poke at her about it, but she was fine with it. She yeah. you know enjoyed it too. Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of like bigger schools will have like athletes from everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's cool, but it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- are there any, like, rough patches? I know we already talked about kind of high school, but, like, mm-hmm. that you've had recently in your college career because that you want to share with us. Obviously, it's up to you. Because, um, I mean, I haven't really, like, seen you since, I think, probably the end of high school. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Well, your high school, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, my, like, indoor season this year, I pretty much hit a plateau. I was jumping like one meter ninety five pretty much every meet, which is about six five uh-huh. and it was rough, just like being at the same mark every single week, and yeah. you know like I tried the bar progression was the same at most meets, mm-hmm. so I'd go from six five to six seven and then just missing six seven every week started to like weigh down on me, yeah, and I thought I tried to like change too much on my own, yeah with my approach, you know I'd move it around and mm-hmm. i like took too took it upon myself too much to try and fix something mm-hmm. and yeah just hitting a plateau like that was really rough yeah do you think it's like a mental plateau too because I feel like 
I mean, as much as it, yeah, it definitely can be, like, physical. Like, you're trying to figure out, like, what's different, how I'm going to move differently. But, like, I know for some people on my team, at least, like, one of them, they have a harder time pushing themselves to, like, let themselves, like, win. Like, that's, like, something, you know what I mean? So, like, maybe for you, it's, like, pushing myself to get past that 6-5 mark or something. I don't know. Even though you really want it. Like, do you think there's, like, a mental plateau, too? Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely traceable. So, every year, the Big Ten has their conference championship indoors at Spire, oh, okay. which is where we had a lot of our indoor meets. That's where I won my state championship. Yeah. So going into the year, my one goal was to qualify for the Big Ten meet, just go back to Spire. I yeah. didn't care about how I did at that meet. I just wanted to make it back. Mm-hmm. And I asked my coach at the start of the year, you know, what do I have to do to go there? And then the head coach told me, you know, jump 6-8 again. And I thought, okay, so now I have to hit this mark yeah and meet after meet I wasn't doing it and I was saying I have to hit this mark and then pretty much practice all the time I was just thinking about I have to do this to qualify yeah and it became less of like I was doing track because I enjoyed it or out of love for it and it just became a task to try and you know get to that meet and I didn't end up doing it yeah um and that weighed down on me pretty bad and that was the first time I had a goal and I have never set a goal for myself that I thought was unreasonable Mm -hmm. but I wasn't used to dealing with that something I thought I could accomplish that I didn't yeah I mean it is I mean you know there is there are goals for a reason and unfortunately Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't reach our goals but I mean that's just like I think even like you seeing that you know now is letting Mm -hmm. you like it like fuels your fire for like next year like you're like hey I'm gonna go in I'm gonna Mm -hmm. do this and like I mean I'm excited to see what you can do especially because you had one year of college to adjust like remember you were a freshman like obviously like big goals make ambitions but you're like adjusting and stuff but yeah no I think you having a goal even in the first place is like a mm-hmm. big move and that's like important yeah. like you should have something to look forward to or like mm-hmm. you know put your something for and I think that was like the right step like I don't think mm-hmm. anything like oh I shouldn't have done that because that's got in my head no I think that was like you know that was totally doable for you and even now it's gonna be more doable because now you're like fired up and yeah. ready to go right. so I'm excited to see what you can do I know you didn't reach it this year but I don't think it's something that you know you should look down upon on yourself about yeah. I think it's like something that should be like okay I'm it's a motivator getting you excited yeah Yeah. so um I want to like ask you how you how was your college recruiting experience because obviously we talked about how you were like you need to use all your visits um so I want to know like what visits did you go on if you want to share the colleges or just like how overall you enjoyed it or didn't yeah so going into my junior year I didn't get a sophomore season because of COVID going into junior year my PR was 6-1 and for the wrong reason I decided to take track more seriously I just wanted to use track as a key into a better academic school. So (laughs) that's why I started to go pretty hard with track. Um, So at the start of junior year, I reached out to a current um, member on a team at the school I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. And then he said I had to hit 6'8 to be able to talk to the coach. (laughs) Oh, my God. So throughout my junior year, I initially started saying okay there's no way I can yeah get to that mm-hmm. and I remember talking to Matt Cornelius who is at Notre Dame now yeah and we were talking about his recruiting process because his was like even more different he didn't have a junior season yeah. which is like crucial for recruiting mm-hmm. but I remember talking to him I'm like yeah I want to go to this school but I have to jump 6-8 to even talk to the coach I can never do that and mm-hmm. we moved on I dismissed it but mm-hmm. I ended up um 
jumping six eight my junior year yeah and during my junior year um i talked to that one coach but other than that didn't really do anything with recruiting um he came to watch me i had an unofficial visit at that school two days after the state meet um i never made an online recruiting profile yeah which i kind of regret really okay Um, I feel like like a little bit more exposure could have benefited me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that summer was pretty dormant. Um, the start of my senior year, uh, Coach Koval had, like, five <laughs> letters for me. Oh, yeah. Um, there were a couple schools that I looked at and decided weren't for me. Mm-hmm. But I saw a massive yeah, the letter from one. Penn State. <laughs> and I said... I immediately recognized it as a pretty big school mm-hmm. um, academically and athletically. Yeah. So I decided, all right, I'll fill out the recruiting questionnaire online and see where things mm-hmm. go with this. Yeah. Um, I did, other than Penn State, I reached out to most of the schools I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And shooting your shots with coaches, um, for anyone who's trying to get, like, recruited, shoot your shot, email coaches, fill yeah. out recruiting questionnaires. Because I can say I got to visit Harvard, MIT. Oh, look at you. Um, oh, my God. Ivy League school. So I got to see some cool places. Yeah. So you never know. Like, always shoot your shot. But, yeah, Penn State was pretty much the only program that recruited me. Mm-hmm. So I knew they wanted me. But that was also my only official visit. So they, you know, covered all the expenses. Yeah. That was a all the nice stuff. <laughs> fancy yeah. visit um, that kind of captured my attention. But yeah. also seeing all the resources available um, as an athlete and a student there attracted yeah. me. So I committed in November of my senior year. Yeah, I'm honestly, like, I remember seeing your post too because it was earlier. But I mean, mm-hmm. you track it, it makes sense because you guys start like in, you know, whatever the winter um yeah no that's crazy because like I didn't know you went to Harvard and stuff (laughs) yeah that's that's really cool um but in terms of like reshooting your shot I agree with that so much like have you ever gotten rejected by a coach like not rejected but I'm like well I need so yeah I (laughs) I emailed like 30 schools and yeah like some didn't even respond some were flat out no yeah 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 no I guess too and I was like or they'd be like you need to hit this time or you hit this or whatever and I was like okay I can do that Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, again, like, like you said, just shooting your shot is just huge. Yeah. And then do you mean like the NCAA profiles, like the NCAA, not the eligibility one, but the other one, like the NCSA or yeah, whatever? Yeah, NCSA. Yeah, see, I, I have one of those mm-hmm. and I didn't get anything from it. Like, mm-hmm. I think the schools, I mean, again, like those are more smaller schools, I think, using them. Like, I wanted uh, to go to a, like, a bigger, like you said, like, academically too, which mm-hmm. I don't think that was a bad thing that you used your athletics to get into an academic school. Yeah. I mean, maybe like, you know, in terms of enjoyment wise, yeah. but... Um, I don't know. I think you should be going to school for a school. So it's, mm-hmm. it's good that you looked yeah. at that, though. Some people don't. So, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you had a really, obviously, a very <laughs> high-level college recruiting experience. <laughs> yeah. um, how did you deal with the stress um, in high school and versus in college? Because it's, like, a little different, I feel. Um, stress, like, overall with academics, athletics? Yeah, overall, everything. So, honestly, from high school to track, um high school college yeah. excuse me um I pretty much use the same things um in college like whatever worked at home mm-hmm. you know if you have someone you like to talk to a movie to watch a book to read yeah game to play you know whatever comforts you um if you're able to have in college it should still help the same yeah. way so I turn to the same things um I would call friends from high school yeah. I would 
you know, play games I enjoyed. So it's some an individual thing. I don't yeah. think there's a one size fits all oh, yeah, thing no. to dealing with stress. But um I guess for stress specifically, giving myself devoted time to relax. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, from six to eight PM I'm not gonna worry about school, I'm not gonna think about, you know, athletics or anything. Yeah. Just making sure you give yourself time to relax without worrying about outside things is very important. Mm-hmm. No, I, that's, I'm glad that you do that because that's yeah. something I think, especially as a student, mm-hmm. you tend to forget because yeah. you're just like, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and even, yeah, even in with work and stuff, you just go, 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 go. But I'm glad you put a time aside, a time, wait, wait what was I going to say? <laughs> put time aside for yeah. yourself. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've never, I don't usually hear a lot of college students doing that, mm-hmm. like surprisingly, so I'm glad that you do. And like, yeah. that's a great way to prioritize your mental health. Everyone listening, you should be taking some notes here from Andrew. You got some good stuff. Um, I already asked you about if teammates are supportive. So what has been the hardest part of college so far? doesn't have to be sports-related, anything. Um, personally, adjusting academically, it's, um, the modalities of learning are different. Mm-hmm. So I had to adjust... Um, say from like in high school it's you know five days a week 48 minutes or whatever yeah each day where in college I had classes that were twice a week for 75 minutes mm-hmm. so that's a big change and also sometimes you're not able to become as close with your professors yeah. so there's like a slight um detach between you and who's teaching you mm-hmm. and you know that was difficult to adjust to yeah but yeah, academically, um, it's different, and some people do better in one versus the other, but um, I don't think one is better. Um, yeah. Even personally, I don't think there's one I really enjoy more or prefer, but it's just that change of how you learn is, you know, something you have to take time to adjust to. Yeah, that, I'm sure that, that makes sense. Did you, like, do you have a bunch of free time, or is it literally just, like, because you, like you said, like, we're used to having, like, eight periods for school, mm-hmm. or maybe even less if you, you know, meet the credits and stuff, but, you know, do you have, like, free time, or is it just spent using, like, doing homework and stuff? Because that's what I'm always, like, appalled by, is, like, you have so much time, like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, for athletes, it depends on yeah. the time of year. Um, in season, there is free time, and... An issue I had this year was I would prefer to take time to myself instead of sleeping enough. Oh, God. Um, at the end of the year, it's really bad. My roommate and I would go to bed at 3 or 4 every night. Oh, my and God. And get back up at 8 or 9. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> I kind of sacrificed sleep for time, like, free time. Yeah. That I probably shouldn't have allotted for that. Um, it's okay. In season, it's very busy. Yeah. Um, at the start of the year, one teammate described it as it consumes you, which, um, especially during your travel weeks, I got to travel to Virginia Tech in That's January. Cool. Yeah. So Monday through Thursday, I had to get my work done for the week. Yeah. Um, I missed a day of class, so I had to make up stuff for that. Mm-hmm. And then sat on a bus for six hours. Um, on weekends of meets, you know, you're... You go there for a shakeout, you're there yeah. to compete, you're at the track the whole day. Um, it's like a fever dream. It doesn't yeah. even feel like a whole day. Yeah. yeah um, I didn't get the most full experience of like traveling a lot yeah. because we had 
five home meets oh, during yeah. indoor season that's crazy which is a lot yeah so i was really lucky like i'd wake up at like 11 <laughs> on a meet day and compete at 2 30 that's so nice yeah oh that i probably wasn't the best but um yeah at least you were sleeping right? yeah <laughs> for like, once yeah um we'd go get bagels head to the track oh, yeah. jump um be done by like six for the day oh my gosh but yeah. in season it's busy but um like out of like competition season there is plenty of free time yeah um and you naturally get better at allotting time for important things mm-hmm. and or using it say you get into a routine get your work done for the day and then you'll have free time so yeah it's there um yeah. Throughout the whole year, it's never going to be 24-7, go, go, go. You know, you'll always have time to take care of what you need to take care of, um, however you Mm -hmm. do that for yourself. So Yeah, that's good. um, Sometimes they're busier than others, but you'll always have time. Yeah, that's good. Did you have, like, professors that were good with you when it, like, came to it? Were a lot of professors, like, hard when it came to, like, missing class, like you said, or having to, like, make up certain things and different things like that? Yeah, so I was lucky spring semester on monday wednesday friday i had one class and my professor was really cool yeah it's public speech too yeah so i had to like give a speech earlier like once but other than that like it's easy to make up work for that Mm -hmm. so she was understanding um but yeah for the most part like professors are really good about helping you make stuff up um and I took 10 classes across the two semesters this year. So five classes each semester. And I noticed like pretty much all professors, you'll have an assignment due the same day Mm -hmm. of every week. So you'll like pretty much have a full week to work on anything. Mm -hmm. So most of the time it wasn't really an issue of like having to be in class or like if there were notes, they'd be online. So that's nice. Yeah. um, Not that you should, but like skipping class, missing class isn't like, terribly yeah. difficult mm-hmm. i do not encourage it but it's not the end of the world if you have to miss you're not the only person that said that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's all virtual now i'm like stop don't yeah. don't give me that out because i'm gonna start using it oh god um the other thing i want to talk about too is with like you know you were t- top of state you were like very mm-hmm. high level athlete in high school like do you feel like discouraged when you could be going against people that are just as good if not better than you especially now at the college level definitely not I really enjoy being pushed um I saw people that were a lot better than myself Mm -hmm. um competing against bigger schools like Virginia Tech Duke um North Carolina I saw plenty of guys that jumped over seven feet so I like being in a competitive environment being pushed because that's when you're going to do your best yeah when there's a bit of pressure and you're around people that perform similarly Mm -hmm. or better because they're going to pull you up and Mm -hmm. you know that's when you're going to find the best in yourself Mm -hmm. and so you're describing that that describes an elite athlete because like you're not afraid of competition like you're you want to do that that's that's great um so what was one piece of advice you can give to someone wanting to go into college athletics and someone who is going to go in going into college athletics this coming august like me so yeah (laughs) so anyone trying to get recruited um don't chase a name don't chase a big school don't chase a specific conference Mm -hmm. try and find a program that's suited for you um try and find a coach you work well with and 
you know, don't push just for the approval of others. Find a program that allows you to continue the sport out of love and not for the approval of others. Mm-hmm. And then for <laughs> for um those who are going into collegiate athletics, um I found for me it was really helpful to use Sundays as a dedicated schoolwork day. Okay. Um because it's very rare that you'll have um, anything you have to do on Sundays mm-hmm. and out of competition season um, Saturdays I pretty much just use as a rest day to relax mm-hmm. um, in season it's a bit more difficult but you should still have Sundays free mm-hmm. and you don't have to use the whole day but I personally did as much work as I could on Sundays and it really lightened my load throughout the week so I never had to like stress out about staying up late with work. So just pick one day of the week and get as much done as you can. Cause like I said, in my experience, pretty much every professor is gonna have assignments due on this day of the week, every yeah. week. And that's good to know too. Yeah. I'm like writing down notes. I'm yeah. like constantly <laughs> taking notes. I'm like, you gotta make sure yeah. I take Sundays. You'll like, I didn't have a single like pop quiz. I didn't have a single assignment. I didn't oh, really? have at least a week to complete. Oh, that's good. Like, so you'll always be able to work ahead. Yeah. A little bit, like, but it's definitely good to choose one day and you know not burn yourself out, but push yourself on one day so the rest of the week can mm-hmm. be kind of light. Yeah, I'm sure for like college athletes, that's also very important, especially when you need to have the extra time or like stuff already made up ahead of time. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. So now I'm going to let you take over the podcast for a little bit okay. so you can give your segment on stuff that we didn't talk about and that you want to, you know, share with us. Cool. Obviously, I just asked a few leading questions that summarize the multitudes of hardships and triumphs um, that Andrew has experienced. But as someone going into the college athletic world in August, I really want to get a grasp of what to expect. That is why I'm giving Andrew the podcast for a bit to touch on anything that we may have missed. And I hope that my curiosity and Andrew's insight will allow someone in a similar situation as myself to learn or relate to the discussion in the next segment. All right, so I have like three different sort of um, segments of advice I'd like to give. So the first is for athletes in high school trying to get recruited the second is just for any incoming college students and the third is for those going into college as athletes this upcoming year so for those in high school trying to get recruited don't chase a team um don't chase a brand um try and look for a team that fits you well um try and find a coach that you know work well with or just in the recruiting process feel a connection with um don't let yourself be held up to a certain mark um set goals goals are good set um achievable goals but don't say you know i have to jump run throw this outrageous mark to go to this school Mm -hmm. just do your best have fun don't let it become a job um, do it for the love of it, not just so you can go to a certain school for it. And enjoy high school seasons. Um, high school track meets are some of the most fun I've had. Yeah. Um, high school track versus college track meets are very different. But um, high school track meets, there's a lot of um, connections you make. There's a lot of fun to be had during those meets. So definitely enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So 
for anyone going into college. Um, like I was saying earlier, devote one day of the week to doing a lot of work. That'll help your week be a lot less stressful. Um, go to a club meeting, you know, try something new. Uh, go to a club for something you like. Or maybe go to a club, uh, you know, do something you've never done. A friend of mine picked up fencing, which he had never done before. But yeah. there are a lot of cool opportunities to do things with different clubs. So if you're interested in something, go for it. Um, be friendly to your roommates or <laughs> roommate. Um, it pays off to have a good relationship with them. And call people at home, call your high school friends, especially your parents and any other loved ones. And for any rising collegiate athletes, um, don't let imposter syndrome get to you, especially when competition season comes around. Um, you earned that jersey, no one can take that from you. And even if you're not competing the best or the way you want to, you still deserve that jersey, you still earned it. So. Don't tell yourself that you don't deserve the spot on the team because you did everything to earn it. Um, and this is the same sport you've always been doing. So college meets for track are no different than high school track meets in terms of the event you're doing. There's mm -hmm. still the same rules for you know, high jump or any running event or throwing event. So don't psych yourself out in that this is what you've always done. And that's a lot easier said than done. Um, luckily, my first two meets were at home. So it was the track I'd practiced on, yeah. but I was still kind of like freaking out. But after a few meets, and that's a very normal and healthy response, mm -hmm. being nervous, especially at the start of a new stage like that. Yeah. But just do your best to remember that this is what you've always done. It's no different and that you know you should still love it just as much and with that um don't expect to necessarily pr or just like skyrocket in your marks your first year um there's a lot of adjusting you have to do and the training everyone you know bodies react to it differently yeah. and you know some people do pr just yeah. everyone's different don't compare yourself to others comparison is the thief of joy so just focus on improving just small things at a time, getting used yeah. to different aspects, but don't worry if everything isn't just going the best, if your marks aren't going up every mm -hmm. meet, if you're not doing the way you want, because that's normal and everyone needs time to adjust. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so now that I just drilled Andrew on a bunch <laughs> of like heavy questions and I told him like to talk by himself for like a good like 10, five minutes, um, we're gonna do some fun questions, just some rapid stuff to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, and yeah, just get to like know Andrew better as a person, not just like an athlete. So, yeah, the first one is, what is your favorite movie? Um, it. It. Yeah. Now the new one or the old one? The new one. I've never actually seen the full like '90s version. Yeah. I sat for like the first hour, hour and a half of it. It's a three-hour long movie, oh and I just never got back to finishing it. Yeah, that's, like, one of the only horror movies I've seen is the new It one. I, like, yeah, yeah I agree with you. That it was really good. Mm -hmm. um, favorite book? Favorite book? Um, this is difficult. I guess I'd put it, like, there, too. Um, I read the Bible a lot. Yeah. I like that book a lot. That's um, good. You know, I've used my faith to get me through a lot of things this year, and 
Um, for AP economics, I read a book called Freakonomics by Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner, which oh a book gosh. about economics sounds really boring. Yeah, was it cool? It was cool because it talked about, like, a lot of statistics. It was more like statistics, but if you're into, like, statistics or numbers at all, mm-hmm. I recommend that book. That's it's good. picked up a lot of, like, not useless, but really random knowledge from it, but I enjoyed it. That's cool. Yeah. I'm horrible at math, and I'm going to be taking econ, so I'm going to have to get used to that. Um, do you like to run or just jump? Oh, I love the 100. Oh so I only got to run it three times in high school. Actually, no, I ran it a couple times, like, freshman year, and oh, yeah. I don't even remember what I ran, but senior year, I got to run it three times. Yeah. I ran an 11.8, which is... Solid for a high jumper. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. That's what mattered. And I also threw disc junior year a couple times. Oh, my God. I threw a very measly, like, 88. <laughs> but I had so much fun doing that. So I that's mean, what's important. their practices look so much fun. They've got the music blasted. And, like, we're not allowed to have music going, which makes me upset. Sometimes we do. But, yeah, that's fun. Um, do you like to, like, long distance or you're just short distance person? <laughs> I kind of enjoyed the 800 yeah and i did that a lot in middle school mm-hmm. i want to say i ran like in the two teens in eighth grade that's good which was i i was pretty solid at it um anything beyond that is kind of eh. my mom mm-hmm. made me run a lot of 5ks when i was younger you didn't like and it i don't think i had no <laughs> <laughs> yeah no not for me yeah it's funny like the 800 because that makes me feel like death yeah <laughs> i can do two miles but i cannot do an 800 um and obviously jumping i can't get up like off one foot off the ground it's bad my knees are <laughs> shot <laughs> so i give you a lot of credit um what's your favorite way to spend your time because i know that you said you put time away like time aside for yourself yeah um either watching anime or playing video games oh, yeah. that's just what i like mm-hmm. that's what comforts me that's my way to kind of give myself time to relax so what's your favorite anime um attack on titan i really like that very good storytelling mm-hmm. animation good action i think that's the best yeah yeah i like uh, that a lot what's your video game that's like another one that's um, kind of hard the pokemon series overall those are oh, definitely yeah. my favorite i play it on my phone i like pokemon go yeah. i used to play that all the time i agree with that um what's the favorite brand that you shop from oh this is difficult yeah um i'm glad it's difficult for you because some athletes are like i just shop from nike what are you talking about yeah i don't want to be boring <laughs> no you're not boring um, if you say that i don't want to make you feel like that i'm just saying yeah no there's a brand called revenge and they do a lot of like darker imagery kind of um i just ordered a hoodie that has like a bible scene on it called the binding of isaac where it's like a man's being tested and he's about to kill his son but an angel stops him so yeah it's like a pretty um niche thing yeah that like dark aesthetic sort of but i enjoy it no that's cool i mean it's a good one i mean you're also wearing your face so i mean it's a little bit (laughs) a little bit more but it's so cool um what's your favorite musician or band so I can't pinpoint this to one, though. I've been listening to a lot of metal lately, oh, okay. and I like corn a lot. Okay, I've never heard of them. But I'm trying yeah. to, 
listen, like, everybody that I've had on here is, like, super, like, into music or it's, like, hard for mm-hmm. them to decide. And they have these, like, super, like, indie people I've never heard of before. Yeah. So I need to, like, start broadening, like, away from just Taylor Swift. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I will definitely be looking up porn. Um, but, yeah, like, Lewis got me on people that, like, I never heard of. So I'm kind of getting better. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of, like, I'm not speaking of, but we talked about food a little bit. What is your favorite food? Pasta, for sure. Oh, yeah. Every runner, every jumper, every track and field person loves pasta. I love pasta. Yeah. What do you have a favorite type of pasta? Rigatoni. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like my angel hair or oh. linguine. Yeah. yeah. Those are good. good um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what major are you going into? So, I'm, like, doubling or planning to double okay. in data science and math. So I do a lot of computers and numbers. You're very <laughs> smart. Yeah, you. you're a numbers person. That's crazy. Oh my god. I can't. Um, what is your favorite high school memory? Junior year in April, my friends and I. Um, there's this anime called Demon Slayer, and they oh, yeah. put out a movie for it, and they had that at um, the Cinemark in oh, South Park cool. Mall. So it was rated r and our friend was 16 so we had to try and figure out how to get him in oh my gosh. and then we were there until one and we were all 17 so we had to get home past curfew oh my god it's a good movie it's just a fun experience overall yeah yeah say i didn't see it but i've heard of it i heard it was good um obviously you told me it's good too so <laughs> must be um favorite college memory so far um I enjoyed eating dinner with my friends every night. <laughs> that, that's something that's nice. I'm going to say it. That is nice. It, it's really fun eating dinner with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and although the food wasn't, like, the best, yeah. um, is the experience that mattered. And we did have the luxury of having, like, Starbucks Pike Place coffee oh in the dining hall. So we just sit there and, like, slam cups of coffee. Yeah. And they have a TV. So we just sit there and mindlessly watch, like, Impractical Jokers. Oh, my God. Like, I love that show. Up to two hours at a time. Oh, but... my God. No. What's your, what's your favorite Impractical Joker? Um, Which one? Sal. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like Sal. I like Joe, too. Joe has a special place in my heart. <laughs> but, yeah, that's funny. I love that for you. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite color? Blue. Yeah. Like, teal or aqua light blue that's a good color i agree (laughs) with that um what is your okay i love asking all this what is your unpopular opinion i like white pizza better than like pizza with red sauce oh my gosh really yeah okay same i like that yeah that's crazy because i've never heard anybody say that before i yeah i agree with that they have there's a place by my cousins that does it so good i forget what it's called but they make it really really well but yeah Okay, I've never heard that. That's crazy, but I'm uh, glad you said I'm not, that. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better. Yeah. I'm just saying I enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. So. No, for sure. Um, what is your favorite city you visited? Ooh. Um, I've been to a lot of places, so I can immediately name off Chicago, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, New York City. Yeah. Are among my favorites. Um. New York City is really cool because mm-hmm. there's a lot to, like, run around and do, and there's okay. something for everyone. But I enjoy Pittsburgh a lot. Um, I've been there the past, like, four or five summers just with friends for day trips, and mm-hmm. it's a very walkable city in the inner parts. So just going there every summer for yeah. my walk around Pittsburgh, I really like it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're making all the Ohio people a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, cool. that's good. I'm, I've never been to Pittsburgh, so that's cool. Um, what is your favorite season? Winter for sure. Um, 
I enjoy skiing more than oh, high jumping, really? more than basketball. It's crazy. Like, more than anything. Unfortunately, I've not been skiing since, like, junior year. Oh, my God, So, yeah. it's, I missed the past two seasons, which, considering I went for, like, 11 or 12 straight seasons before that. Um, oh, yeah. That's a sacrifice. That's, like, honestly the biggest sacrifice I can cite. Mm-hmm. Other than, obviously, a lot of time going into track, especially at the collegiate level. But, like, giving up skiing was actually pretty difficult yeah. for me. Do you think you're going to, like, start again when you get, like, done with college? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think I'll, like, in my 20s, I want to go on a lot of, like, ski trips. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um. So, yeah. And then what are you looking forward to most about sophomore year of college? <laughs> so, in your first year of college, you don't get to do as much in your major or really dive that deep into what you want to learn Mm -hmm. but your sophomore year is when you start to really get into your major so I'm excited to start like really learning about everything in my major yeah and like what I know it's going to sound like a dumb question but what is like so you have like you're going to get like a data science major what Mm -hmm. like can you do with that you know what I mean I know there's like a bunch of stuff but like what are you looking to do with it yeah so being a data scientist isn't a very well-defined, like, career yet. Yeah. Um, basically, like, the most popular version of it is you work for a company and they'll, they'll give you, like, sales data or, okay. you know, some sort of, like, numbers they collect and you advise them on what you, or you advise a company on what they should do with that. So, mm-hmm. like, data visualization and taking all of these numbers and being able to communicate them to just, like, everyone's important. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. And that's definitely, like, behind the work stuff you don't hear about, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a mental health podcast, so yeah. I have to, like, ask all, all my guests and, like, check in on them. So how are you doing? Yeah, so I'm doing well. Um, I started a new job, yeah. and there are a lot of forms I have to fill out. I had to do a lot of training, so adjusting to that has been a bit difficult, especially because immediately out of finals... I came home and started training for that and went straight into work. Mm -hmm. So between school and my summer job that I work like 30 hours at, there wasn't much of a break. Yeah. So that transition period was pretty difficult on me. But this is my third week of working, and I'm finally adjusting into it. But for anyone, if you know someone starting a new job, check in on them, make (laughs) sure they're adjusting well. And Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, I just recommend yeah being there for those starting new things yeah just checking in yeah yeah i i mean like i don't know you're probably you've had a lot of adjustments because you went from like high school to college and now this like college until like you know not even just college but different athletics and now Mm -hmm. you're going to this but you seem very adaptable so that's good (laughs) and i'm glad you're doing well and getting adjusted um so thank you for coming on that was that was awesome um yeah thank you for having me um you're welcome (laughs) Thank you all for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope it allowed all of you listening to maybe have learned something new about what to expect or help people that can relate to Andrew realize that they are not alone and that struggling is normal and it's not a flaw. It's part of being human. And um, I want to thank Andrew again for taking the time to allow me to interview him and being open and honest about his experiences. I want to thank you all for listening and I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, morning. I love you all and take Andrew's lessons and experiences as knowledge to take with you as you transition from one grade level slash schooling to the next. Good luck with the end of all your school years and happy summer break to some of those who are already done. Um, Cherish your past but flourish in the possibilities of your future.